I think we're good. Slap in there. We we good, Goyles. We good. Hello, everyone. Hello, we're back. Episode ten. Get into it. Get into it, fall girls. Autumn girls, whatever you want to go by. Oh, I thought I thought that was like some sort of play on like Fall Guys or something. And That's I was why like, I said Wait. Autumn girls because I'm like, I'm oh, Fall Guys. <laughs> All the good Christian Fall girls are Christian I Autumn. I was so confused. Whatever they want to be called these days. All the pumpkin spice latte havers out there, you know, it be it be that season. Yeah. It's um. It's. It's been a wild week so far, and it's only Tuesday. It's been a Tuesday. Tuesday. We got some good fucking content for y'all this week because we were talking about it yesterday, and we were like, should we even record an episode this week? And then we were like, oh, but now we actually have some things to talk about, so like, well, we should we record to, this week. We, we like... I think we just need to have a pre-show, like, before recording, whether it's the day before <laughs> yeah. or before. I think we just need to, like, literally figure out what we're doing, a which also is not yeah. a great sign, I feel like, for listeners who are tuning in and are like, hmm, they weren't even going to record today? Are they Are they okay? Like, Girl, we're not okay. We're gay, graphic, and tired. Yeah, what are you talking like, about? What? Change that tire to seasonal depression, honestly. Like I envy all of the the autumnal lovers because I feel like whenever it comes to fall, it's like she's cute, but like once it like really gets cold, like today it was like actually like Yo. cold outside Holy that I'm like, shit. okay, I'm gonna like not leave and I'm just gonna hibernate until like spring. Like y'all, I went to bed later. last night and I was like shivering because it was so cold and I was like, girl, it, I am too black for this shit. It is so cold and it's like. <laughs> I feel like last year, too, it was, like, you know, seasonally cold around this time. Like, did I go outside trick-or-treating in this weather? Was I just allowed out of the house, like, without a jacket? Is that what the kids are just still doing? Literally. And, you know, obviously, we still seeing, you know, the white boys out here in their shorts and stuff, walking around fucking 40 degrees and freezing. I literally went to, I just had to go to the gas station to fill up my car. And I was like, I'm going to just wear my shorts. And I was like, holy shit, I'm cold. Kevin's that girl. I knew she was. I I knew she was. I knew she was. Only if I don't, I'm not going to be outside for more than like five minutes. But of course, mm-hmm. the gas station mm-hmm. had me looking like an idiot because I'm sure every pump at my at the gas station fucking cash only. So I'm like, they're really going to make me go inside and go back out and also have to pump. It was, yeah, no, it was it was a white blunder moment for sure on my part. Um, mm-hmm. Unforgivable. It, it I is we great. Friends. It is great sweatpants season. So like you know, get into it. Well, anyway, let's talk about Adele because she came in time know, for autumn. She really did. Single. The way that like the whole world was just like going off, like all like literally, this is like almost as bad as Rihanna, like the the R nine conspiracy, where like everyone was noticing she was updating her socials. She started doing press rounds, you know, and then she came out with her song "Easy on Me." And, like, she just released a music video with it, too, which I didn't even, like, realize until just now. So, don't at me. But um, the song was cute. Music video was really cute. I really liked the transition when it went from, like, the black and white to the, to the color. The color. Yeah. yeah. I think that was very cool because I think the music videos for 25 were mostly in black and white, were they not? Yeah. I remember, like, I mean literally even seeing some of the thumbnails from that when i was watching yeah, this one that whole era like sepia and even the cover art for the for the album was black and white yeah i mean she she also looked just 
amazing. Oh the yeah, vocals, great vocals. Oh yeah. Now. I mean, she's Adele good. always looks great, but like I've been, I've been kind of like noticing her like she's really turned that like eye the um the eyeliner and like the wing into kind of like her like trademark like look. You know, she was very like poised in the music video. Like she was yeah. like you know, yeah, very that. So. Yeah, it was like it the... was it was cute. The beginning though was a little weird for me. I didn't really get it. it I was, literally and it was, was there like... was a lot of noise. But well, like I get it because she wanted like a like a story. You know, I mean, like most music videos, most music videos are like story element right. to them. But she was like, like really, the whole like first minute and a half is like just setting up like what the music video is going to be about. But I was literally like, girl, get to the music. Like this is nice and all, but like I literally just want to see the music. Mm-mm. So. But um, Adele and also uh, Aaliyah, the last of her albums. Baby girl. Finally. That's my baby girl. We love Aaliyah. We love to see it. I was like, for, so like, for these last two albums that were released, these are the albums that I remember the most and have had the songs for, like, for a while now before they released on streaming. Don't ask me how. That's TBD. We don't put that on the record. Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly I had I had some of her songs for quite some time now. And, you know, this album was really just, like, these last two. So I Care For You was the one that I think was originally supposed to be released, um, but it was released, I think, right after she died. And then the ultimate Aaliyah came out in 2004, which was like kind of like every every other artist like greatest hits album. Um, so there wasn't really that much new content for me in terms of like songs or albums that I had missed or like forgot along the way. Uh, some of her like most popular and like notable singles were in "I Care for You." Um, Are you that somebody was a really 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 popular one. Rock the Boat, which is the song that she was actually filming the music video for. Um, oh, really? Unfortunately, when she died in the plane oh crash, that was the song that she was recording the the music video that for. That makes it, not gonna lie, knowing this now, it makes it kind of weird to, like, yeah. vibe to that song, I'll be honest. It does. But they even, they even released the music video for it. It's on YouTube, I think. So, like, that was one of the last, like, yeah, that was one of the last pieces of, of Aaliyah in history, basically. Um, it came out like I mean at the time of recording this like almost a month ago or something right because I remember like, yeah. seeing it and then yeah it that's why they released talking... that's yeah, why they released two of them at once because um I mean one's a greatest hits album so like, yeah you know, you the could, last one was like essentially like, songs we already yeah. heard I feel like mm-hmm. that was such a bigger deal to do back in like the 90s and like early 2000s like a greatest hits collection or like at least for like older artists yeah. like they did that a lot like well typically you would do it for older artists or, yeah, yeah and it would be called the greatest hits i think that's probably why they called this ultimate Aaliyah as opposed to like greatest hits because mm-hmm. usually like that refers to like musicians who are like retiring or who are older or like who aren't making music anymore shit we might even get a rihanna greatest hits soon if we're I, not careful you know because now we're talking about i'm like thinking like what is like greatest hits for like music of our gen to like because i mean yeah. you know they're going to be doing greatest hits of like the pop punk shit, the pop era from like when we were like in middle school. You know that's gonna come like sooner than like oh my expect. god, and it's gonna be some of that shit pop. is on kids pop. Think I... about that. Well, okay, so you know they did a WAP version, or, or, oh, yeah, god. a kids pop version like, of WAP. There's like forty something kids pop, so they're they're basically caught up at yeah. this point. But um, my my office, we have like an office like speaker that they play. Someone in the office has like their Spotify set up too, and like 
I don't know the details of it. I listen to my own music on my own terms or like whatever else. Because... Wow, they use Spotify? That's so nice. <laughs> well, you'd think so. But the music selection is not my taste. I'll put it nicely. And there's like, hmm. there are like, so I think it's like Mondays or Tuesdays. They do like punk or like pop punk or like alternative rock. Like, you know, like Arctic Monkeys, Fall Out Boy, like all, the, all that crowd. And um, for some, like, apparently there are like cover bands on spotify doing covers of like other like what is essentially like music we were listening to growing up there are bands that are now covering those and it's weird because normally when you think of like a cover band they're doing like older songs but these are like essentially older songs at least at the pace that media moves now these songs are like going to be 15 to 20 years old like very soon if not already and i don't think our age is really equipped to maybe handle that but we're, we're still keeping up with the kids, at least, and all the, the barely, the, barely, barely keeping up with the kids. Barely. I feel like now it's like maybe maybe the gays are different, but I feel like it's like the gay millennials are like, okay, we we can keep track of like three to four pop girlies, but no more than that. Like we we pick like the they pick they cherry pick their favorite girls, and then that's really it. They don't don't branch out as much. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The thing about music is that, like, the the most popular artists and, like, the best songs tend to be pretty timeless. And so, like, that's why, like, songs, like, you know, or, like, collections, like, albums of greatest hits and, like, the ultimate Aaliyah, for example, now that it's been, you know, fucking released, finally, <laughs> we, can, uh, we can actually enjoy it for once. But, yeah, Aaliyah is... It's nice to kind of like come to a close of this little chapter of Aaliyah and GGT because I feel like it's been such a big thing for me and it's I mean, nice it's to be able to share that with y'all. And of every... course we had to educate our good duty Kevin. So, I mean, it's been like every, nearly every episode for like over a month, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because you, we mm -hmm. you brought that up back in like July or August. It is weird yeah. how long they took, but it must have been like a licensing rights kind of thing. Yeah. Companies I, well, out. I think part of it, well, long in terms of like between scheduling the announcement and not having it available on streaming, that had more so to do with like the, the drama between like Aaliyah's family and like the record label and the person who's like actually owning the music because there's that whole like copyrights and masters and record labels and all that shit that goes along with that. But like as far as once it was announced and like the phased rollout, I feel like that was more intentional just to like give it some some breathing room you know because like yeah because if it dropped it all at once it all at like... once yeah that would have been i would have lied it would have been too much for me to hand all at once you know i just it, like we would have been for emotional like it would have been yeah you would have been like know. just stuck in bed you wouldn't have been streaming for like literally <laughs> like, this is just too much emotion in bed it's too much but yeah so i i'm just happy that all of them are out there the children's you know the young ones who don't know culture and R&B realness Don't and the the original icons of the genre are gonna have full access to her body of work and I'm very that, very excited just because now we can tell the children's oh my God, get your history finger wagging. <laughs> man it's like your 80 year old great grandma yeah. with like her cane and her, or her walker <laughs> turn yes, on the music yes. box I need a Leah literally me though you also went on like a whole uh, music application journey from Apple to Spotify. I really did, though. And you know what? I'm glad I had Aaliyah to take me through it. Not going <laughs> to lie. Because like I said it before and I'll say it again. If if this music release was exclusive to Spotify, 
no questions asked, like not even close. For those of y'all who don't know, I switched to Spotify from Apple Music, like what, two or three episodes ago, it would have been now. Which is like over a month at this point. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like back in September. That, um, by the way, I'm loving Spotify. If you're using Apple Music, Spotify is better. Like just objectively, I've done the research. But I've you should the use app. Apple Podcasts to like and subscribe or comment, whatever the hell you have to do for that. I mean, you can also do the same thing on Spotify, girl. You can't. No, I don't think you can't comment on Spotify. Uh, podcast oh no, episodes. you can't. You can't do that stuff. No, but, like, which you is can weird still because subscribe and do all that. Oh no, you def- subscribe to us fucking everywhere. Down, make a make a make a make a profile just to subscribe. You know, right for two week episodes. Mm-hmm. Before we close out the music section, just want to remind people that we do have a playlist on Spotify. Speaking of, oh, yes, that I've put together called GGT Music Mentions. Whenever we mention music, whenever we talk about music, probably any samples that we've referenced in the music, because I am a sample queen. Which reminds me, we didn't even talk about the song that um, what you call it did with Nicki Minaj. What's her name? Oh well, no, I mean, I that already it. says how much that we. Yeah, like we're that's like a whole mess. It's fine. Or it's yeah, not we're not even like, gonna go there. Not even that big of a deal. But but that song will be in there, and know, we'll uh, of course have Adele song. I mean, you've probably already listened to it by now, but it's there if you need it. And also, some of my top picks from Aaliyah's albums are obviously going to be in there. I might just throw the whole album in there for fuck's sake. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so the link for that will be in the description of the episode, as always. And with that, I think. We should take a little intermission, a little break, a little and we'll break be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, I'm kind of living for this like more frequent break thing. <laughs> the first break, yeah, these breaks. Oh my god, the first this break, <laughs> so many breaks. I might keep that in this episode, you bitch. It's done. We're, We're back. back again. Hello, we had a cute hello. little break, a little a little detour, if we you had will. A very tech heavy break just now we did we have we have lots to talk about later in the podcast but right right now now, it's kevin's game corner time for all the nerdy gays gamers with a y hello um so last friday um for those of you who somehow have never heard of animal crossing because she was the moment at the beginning of the pandemic um she fell off a little bit for most uh, for those who aren't familiar with she the She way game. off from what yeah. I saw. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. It, it, like, Animal Crossing used to be, like, a very niche series. And it really, like, had, like... It was, like, a very particular game for a very particular set of people. Like, it was... It's basically The Sims, but with little cute forest animals and, like, less, like, stress of actually taking care of things. And more of, like, go at your own pace and, like, enjoy your virtual life instead of, like, The Sims where you set the stove on fire, you know? You know, teach their own on what they want to do with their virtual life. Um, and you know, it came out of, it sounds shitty to say a good time, the most recent one for the switch, because when we were all trapped inside and couldn't like see people, you know, going couldn't to the island, really, a really vibe with a lot. And a lot Gonna of people. going to take a tour of my island. <laughs> yeah, literally that. Um, so, you know, the whole thing with the, I'm getting to with Animal Crossing is that they have a very big content update coming out at the beginning of november i believe it's november 5th and you know uh decorating it was like has always been but they really pushed more of the later the series has gone on with the most recent one being like you decorate like your whole island usually it was just like your house and then sometimes you could put stuff outside but then this game they were like put a fucking couch 
and the Eiffel Tower or like whatever the fuck you want outside. You know, it was like you can play most stuff outside and like decorate it. You can change the the very earth and rivers on your island if you wanted to. So they're really pushing more of that. So like you can uh, decorate like your other NPCs' houses in the game and stuff. So and they added a couple of extra areas and stuff. Um, so it, it's really big. So I won't go super in depth on it, but a lot of the there's a lot of stuff apparently. A lot of the <laughs> hardcore fans are very excited because there are Twitch. There are people on Twitch I follow, streamers that some of them still like routinely since the game came out will like go back in the game and like they'll decorate new stuff. They'll like visit. Mm-hmm viewer islands and stuff they'll go to theme themed islands was like a big thing like the the instagram and pinterest animal crossing girls like really ate it like with aesthetics and stuff like that really helped keep the game afloat um and it was honestly kind of cool like for me being like a pretty avid fan to see kind of what people could keep doing i was like on and off the game like i was actually very surprised how long i stuck to it because most animal crossing games after probably like two to three months i'm like yeah i have my fill this is fun but this one like I took a break like throughout the summer, but then I came back in the fall because like they had like the holidays and stuff. And like there was enough that I was like not playing for super long, but I would come back to me and be like, this is, you know, for what it is, really cute and like chill. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. They also have like some paid DLC that's like even more decorating. So if that's really your thing for Animal Crossing, like go go keep your eyes peeled on that. Um, all the details for it. Uh, other gaming cornery news sora for smash actually dropped this week which is a great timing for when we talked about i know it the, the last days recording. went wild for that one it was really like i feel like it's weird because like what a time Twitter to be was alive like, went wild <laughs> for some it, it's because like um on top of it being like one of the most like de- sora being the most desired character like literally because they did a character poll from the last game on the last nintendo console but obviously because the big mouse with the ears is hard to use their characters for and Sora is like a very weird like half child of Disney and Square Enix I think they had to wait like a whole generation of consoles and for him to be the last character probably was just like for extra you know uh, like a dramatic effect you know you know <laughs> that you know, you know. Yeah. very that for the days uh yeah so he came out he actually made the the eShop like the you know the online store for the switch crash for a minute because oh shit a lot of people like (laughs) a lot of people who waited to like buy like because you could buy the pass and then you would just get him or a lot of people Mm -hmm. were like i don't care about these other characters i just want sora had a real hard time because he dropped at like eight or nine o'clock or maybe even ten o'clock depending on your region so there were like just people being like why won't he why can't i download the update and people are like the store is crashing and meanwhile i'm just on my couch like casually i'm like hmm he's fun and then i went to bed <laughs> like i really didn't make a big event out of it so i mean go check that out if you're a smash player the game's done too now that was the other big deal about it, is that Sora's like the last the last and all the stuff with him the added. last content yeah so already wow. people are like so when's the next smash game coming out and i'm like girl Never. there's basically 89 characters in smash bros so i'm actually like give or take a couple of like clone fighters and stuff there's there's a lot like you have the game is done like legends can have over fucking 150 champions smash bros can have but i know what you mean though because it's ridiculous also to have that many characters if you like (laughs) if you like look at the full like roster on like the character selection screen and are not familiar with like 
if you're not like a nerd like me and kind of know where some of your character like your if you haven't played place, smash bros since you will like, be very overwhelmed like, yeah <laughs> and yeah. the gag too is i saw recently like because when you first got ultimate granted like even before like the 11 dlc characters that came out with the game had like already over like 70 something characters like from the get-go but when you first got the game all the way back like three two to three years ago they you start with eight characters the original eight like from the nintendo 64 characters like you know, your marios your pikachus your kirby's you know all the original eight and you had to unlock all of the rest of the cast through playing the game it was insane like azad our friend azad didn't even have all the characters unlocked until like probably almost a year later because we just played on everyone else's consoles that had the characters unlocked and azad was like one of the last ones to like actually sit down <laughs> and get all the characters unlocked that's like just how uh. insane it was that you could play the game for like weeks and if you weren't like you know playing enough at a time you were still unlocking characters so or also yeah kind of a big deal for smash bros fans everywhere and last thing i'll keep it short i played metroid dread it's real good i was like 100 percent of it i did like 89 to 90 percent of my own i had to look up some stuff at the last minute because i was like damn this boss is kicking my ass the final boss um i won't spoil anything because it is still like a pretty new game uh, but I beat it Spoiler in 12 hours. Alert. <laughs> I beat it Just in 12 kidding. hours, though. So, it's not, Metroid games aren't, like, super long. But if there's anybody who, like, really wants, like, a more technically challenged, like, game, like, it's very fun and fluid. And it's, like, you know, not impossible, but very, like, difficult. But, like, a, a way you can learn, though. So, it's, like, actually a really interesting, like, it's been, like, a hot topic uh, game design issue. But I'm not going to, like, get into it with the listeners here, so... Just just giving that shout out for the only other game I was really playing this week, so. And that's Gavin's gaming corner with a Y. Where you want to put a Y? That. That's up to you. I'm not gonna move. Oh. oh. If that oh. made any sense to anybody. <laughs> Shall we do another wow. quickie break before the last segment? Yeah. We're gonna do another little intermission where we're really digging this whole like a break in between segments. So this will be the last one. There's two this time instead of just one in the middle. So bear with us. We're figuring it out. And we'll be back soon. <laughs> Stun. Three, two, one, and stun, honey. So stunning. All right, y'all. We're back. And for this last segment, we're going to be talking. Corner. We Manny's Tech Corner. We're going to talk about all things tech. Well, mostly Apple. Let's be real. Fuck. Fuck attack. We're talking straight up Apple. The unofficial more specifically, Apple queen. The God. Apple queen. I thought that was our friend Gabby, but. I mean, there could be. Fuck her drag, why... I guess. <laughs> Fuck her drag. Why put two queens against each other? You know, there's. Porque no los dos, you know? <laughs> so, for those of y'all who aren't aware, Apple did an event yesterday, the 18th. At the time of recording, it is Tuesday, the 19th. And let me tell y'all. The way that I was screaming at the top of my lungs for this motherfucking event, like, this was the event of all events. This was the Super Bowl of computer processing. It was, like, Apple literally just took their new processing chips and just shit all over fucking Intel and AMT. Like, just shit all over them. It was so beautiful. Um... The big, so before we get to the big, big stuff, right, because I'm most excited about the MacBook Pros, I do want to audible mention some, some stupid shit because Apple is still Apple. So the first thing that they announced was um this Siri, like, music service, which, like, 
did I tell you about this pre-pod? You, Have you even you heard did. of this? You told me yesterday, and when I yeah. fully wrapped my head around it, I'm like, who is this for? It well, literally, so the way that it works, for y'all who didn't see it, is, so normally you have the regular Apple Music plan, which is like, I think, 10 bucks a month or something. Um, and then there's now a, well, above that, there was a family plan where you could have, like, I think for 25 bucks a month, you could have up to five people on a, the same Apple Music plan. Now what they've done is introduced a $5 plan, but you only get Apple Music if you use it with Siri, which basically means you get Apple Music without the app on your phone is is essentially how it works. And so for people who have HomePods but don't have iPhones or iPads or any other Apple device, they can use Apple Music and stream music on the HomePod. Because I think to date, the only um, player that HomePod will work with is Apple Music, I think. I could be wrong. There. Which makes sense. It's either only with Apple Music or only with an iPhone is the way that it will play. So and I don't think they're Bluetooth compatible either. They're very specific. Very, very specific. Very Apple-esque choices for sure. For those who have it, comment and let me know why. Like, yeah. No it's, shade. I'm just curious. I mean, this whole this whole thing is just stupid because like, I mean, yeah, it's five bucks a month and like, you know, it's, I guess, cool. But like, the thing is, is most people who have a HomePod or some sort of HomePod mini probably already have an iPhone and use Apple Music as part of that or their own other streaming service like Spotify. So like the whole, and like you have access to the whole Apple Music library through Siri, but you have to be able to tell Siri exactly what you want to play. Like you can't like browse playlists or do, or like you could, you maybe could create a playlist with voice commands. Like if you really that wanted to try so it. That's so tedious compared yo, to just it's, tapping. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's like it's an accessibility thing maybe, but like it's still. Yeah, I mean, there's an accessibility component to it that I like because it is voice, but it's like, it's it's not accessible for people who aren't audible. So like, or if Siri happens to not understand your accent, because that is also a very common yeah, occurrence thing, still, yeah. there's there's lots of reasons why, I mean, in addition to Safari, or not Safari, Siri just not being very good compared to like um, Alexa or Google's assistant. Real talk, I sometimes, I want to throw Siri, I, I, Siri makes me want to throw my phone in all honesty. Like I'll be like, Siri, yeah. what time is it? Like, just cause, I'm getting out of the shower, don't have my glasses on, and I can't find my phone. She's like, one moment. I'm like, bitch, read the clock on the screen for me. That's all I need. I'm a simple read the man. Clock. Like, I will say, thing, though, but... I think that what a lot of people fail to realize about Siri is that the reason why it's probably not as good as Alexa or Google's is because it's not snooping on you like Alexa and Google is, is oh the problem. I... They have a lot more data that they're collecting from people that some of us will probably never know about. Whereas yeah, I think Apple like, has a much better reputation for privacy. Oh, yeah. um, and I think some of that is kind of, I, I mean, correlation doesn't mean causation. So it could just be that Apple sucks, which is also true. But like, I would venture to guess that in terms of the data that goes to Apple for, in order to improve Siri is probably way less invasive, um, which makes Siri naturally as like an, as a, as an AI platform with that sort of static. functionality to develop. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, honestly, for basic shit, like, Siri's fine. I really don't. I don't see it. And I barely use it. The only time I really use Siri is, like, if I'm desperate and need to set a reminder for something or set a timer. That's, That's basically really what I use her for. for. I just yeah. get mad when, like, I don't know if it's, like, her her mic. Well, like you said. Or, like, really my is, smart lights, like too. I'll use it for that a lot. Like, to turn off, like, the smart lights in my room mm -hmm. or in my house. But like, other than I that, I used to really. love, because um, when I lived with them, John and Gabby, they got, like, Alexas or Google Homes or whatever. 
so i used to just scream at them to like turn on and off their lights while they were in the room and it <laughs> wow. would just do it i love just love college just college room and shit i know it. i stayed with a friend this weekend though and um in like their guest room they have like an alexa mini pod or whatever the hell they're called i unplugged that i was like i don't i don't i don't need this going off and stealing Ooh. my data in my sleep like a Ooh. fucking vampire stealing your data in your sleep that's what that's literally the apocalypse happening at that point like so anyway the other thing that they announced besides macbooks was airpods 3 which to be honest when they announced it at the time i didn't even realize it wasn't airpods pro because they look so similar like the form factor is pretty much the same except uh the little nibs that come with it aren't like adjustable still so it's like basically one size fits all and there's there's no silver ring at the bottom like there is on little stem but in terms of like size and form factor they're very 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 similar and even the charging case now is the same the only real big change that happened there with the new airpods is like they increased the battery life to i think six hours but like as far as everything else it, it wasn't really anything noticeable that that i really gave shit about and like it was one they also, I think, upgrades. reduced the price relative to the Air the AirPods Pro now because there's now the AirPods. Is it Max or Studio? I forget honestly. But girl, the big I'm learning all this from you right now. So like, I forget what it's called. I don't, I don't really know. care for them. But anyway, now for the good stuff, right? Because the y'all, when I tell wet you, content. I was fucking screaming when they announced these fucking MacBook Pros. Like, we got not one, but two M1 chips that are double, <laughs> at least better than the first generation M1 chips that came out, like, last year. And, like, the way that they just were blowing Intel and AMD out of the fucking water was just... It was it was it was beautiful. It it really was, like these, just the processors alone. What a lot of people like fail to realize, and I will say Apple did a better job about explaining it at this event is, the whole point of these M1 processors is to make it so that portable computing can now be as powerful as desktop computing, and we've kind of seen that with the iPad Pro in 2018. And that's what really kicked off this whole M1 thing because people started to realize like, hey, when we benchmark these, the iPad Pro is outperforming like some really powerful laptops, you know? Yeah, slap a to magic keyboard where, on that bitch and she's zoomed. Yeah, like... and you could be editing 4K video on an iPad as recent as 2018, which was like not even that recent anymore, if we're being honest. Um, but yeah, so then enter in the M1s and the entry-level Macs that they brought them on. So the iMacs that they announced like earlier this year, I think, and the MacBook Air that they redid with the M1, all of it has kind of been leading to this point. And any creative professional I know that relies on MacBook Pros to get their work done, including myself, has been waiting for these chips and specifically this hardware to be announced. So the the sparing like the techie techie technical details, essentially the M1 Pro is going to be more than enough for most people, including probably me. And with the exception of a few things, the M1 Max, though, which is like the step up from the M1 Pro, is essentially for people who need the graphics power. So in terms of computing power, they're essentially equal, but they doubled the graphics um, cores in the M1 Max. So for people who are doing a lot of video workloads, which is very popular on MacBooks, especially if you have Final Cut Pro, there are a lot of people who have a very specific workflow for that thing. And these chips are going to be like insane for that. And then the there's VK also monitors, girls like get yeah on. oh we'll get we'll get there trust me because we got 
And but I mean, also, I will probably be getting an M1 Max regardless or close to it, specking out the M1 Pro only because for streaming now I have no reason to get a streaming PC other than Windows compatibility. And so far, that hasn't been much of an issue. And with these chips, anything that would be like a transcoding um, issue or like if it only it was supposed to run on Intel Max, essentially these chips are powerful enough to just brute force that kind of compatibility and make it so that even though they were optimized for M1, it will probably still run faster than on an Intel Mac, which is just like, that's the point that we're getting to with these chips is to me is just insane. Which I'm hoping like, just for my uh, nerdy two cents in here is I'm hoping like, even though I personally won't be buying like a new Mac book at any point soon, I do hope that means like for those who also want to game on their Mac that these chips will like yeah. kind of let developers like translate a lot of their like PC and Windows only games yeah. to Mac. Because I mean, for the most part, it's been like getting closer, but I think this is the jump that finally like maybe now that like gaming on like a, like PC gaming can now kind of, you know, be for anybody and everybody because a lot of people get shut out just for owning a mac i mean yeah and to have that well you know for the longest time right it used to well here's the thing is for the longest time macbooks were really underpowered and that's what kind of gave apple this reputation of like oh apple's so expensive and you get so little specs and because on paper of like you know the the spec sheet compared to like what you could get for a comparable pc was you know if you were to not take into account Apple's ecosystem, the way that their software integrates with things and how they optimize for that stuff, and you're only looking at a spec sheet on paper, like they do seem underpowered. And slightly, even if you do take into all of those accounts, there is still some Apple tax there for sure. But in terms of graphics, the one of the other problems is the, like, I forget what it's called. It's like, a, it's a certain graphics architecture called Metal that they prefer developers to use in order to optimize their games and video processing for the graphics cards uh, instead of like what a typical graphics card would use like by AMD or NVIDIA, I think. So there's there's also like at the software level, there's a difference in addition to just like the hardware not being very good, right? Because that that engine metal is what I think translates between what's coming out of the graphics card and what's going into your operating system and ultimately your your computer experience. So, but, you know, GPUs, especially dedicated graphics, right, in the laptops is a very, very, very difficult thing to do because of how much power dedicated graphics use and how much heat that they can make. And so, as we've seen with all of the recent MacBook Pros that have come out to this point, and part of the reason why they were so bad was because the form factor of the MacBook is very, very tiny. They didn't have very, very cooling. And... You would, even though you were getting a really nice spec of a graphics card and CPU, you would never be able to fully take advantage of that power because they would thermal throttle by the time that you got there. The The whole point of these new M1 chips is that they're giving you the same and now better performance, like marginally, like 150 to 200% better performance with like 70% or less power consumption. And as a result of that, they're also going to generate less heat as well. So... The discrepancy in, they're not necessarily, I mean, they are making leaps now in terms of surpassing the power of Intel and like comparable chips for what you would normally see in a form factor like this. They're also making it so that it reduces the amount of power consumption. And that also increases your battery life, which is huge for laptops and portable computing, right? Because like my laptop right now, so for context, I have the 16 inch MacBook Pro, the 2019 model that they fixed the keyboard on. And 
This one was rated, I think, for like four to eight hours of battery life. But because of the way I use my laptop, it typically only lasts like three to four hours max if I'm using it like not doing anything that's like super duper crazy, right? Yeah, that was basically like around yeah. my MacBook Pro. Like, and for the longest time, that's how that that was the battery life expected, even though they would say, oh, you know, six hours of battery life, seven, eight. We're gonna that's if you blah, have blah, it blah. on and you have like, and you the do lowest like, brightness yeah. and don't have a, like any tabs open like for yeah. anything. Yeah. Like six so, hours is like doing nothing to like battery life. Literally. And like now because of these huge improvements and efficiency with these new chips, like their rating that the battery life of these is going to be 15 to 21 hours, depending on which size you get, whether it be the 14 or 16 inch. And that's like, battery. even if that's overestimating that's and we say battery. on average, we typically only get 50% of the advertised battery life. That's still double than what we used to get on macbook pros that are today like the one that i'm looking at right in front of me recording this which is like like imagine like an actual eight to ten hours out of your laptop that's can that's the ipad a full pro day even last that long like yeah it can. the ipad pro does last that long the most so it's gonna have very one similar or the last one the most though? no the 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 recent macbook the recent ipad pros even mine from 2018 can go like a day like a okay. work day at yeah least. so like I would say a day conservatively is like between like eight to 12 hours is like a day. So like, even if we get there with these and it's not the advertised like 15 to 21 hours, that's still like insane. If you take into account as well, they have not made a single change to the battery. Not, not one. The, the sheer difference in battery comes from the efficiency the of the new processors that they're putting in, okay. which is just like <laughs> ridiculous. And that's what I think a lot of people are missing is like, it's not just about the power that you're able to create with the chips. It's also like they're also doing it more efficiently. And power per watt is now becoming the new standard for which we judge how good the chips are. Because right now, the power, the GPU power and the M1 Max is approaching the top GPUs, the top dedicated GPUs and laptops like PC laptops. So it's not fully there yet. And Apple admitted that. But they're able to get you close enough with 70% less power. So like even even if you don't get the full graphics performance out of them, you're gonna be getting double the battery life regardless. So like marginally, the difference alone is just like the whole power curve has changed now is the thing. They're changing the curve. So this the normal standards that we would normally judge these chips by don't even really apply anymore because they're just in a completely different class, honestly. Um we also got what? Go ahead. No, I was going to say not to detract from all the information you just gave, but uh, listeners, Manny's hands did not come down during that entire explanation. Like, <laughs> she was giving me an Italian moment, I swear to God. Like, just full hands, just like all over the place, explaining this power. Like, literally, like everything. We're, I was giving she was the full into it. She got into it. Yes. I'm, Sorry, I continue. like, I, I've been following this so closely because anyone who's I had a MacBook up until now has been waiting for when I said this was like the mother of all events for Apple, like this was the biggest change to MacBook Pros since like they were even announced. Speaking so, of big changes, ports are back. We get MagSafe. That was the big one on my wish list. MagSafe is back. So now the charger is magnetic. If you step on it or yank it a certain way, it'll just come right off. You won't damage your laptop, hopefully. Um, Kevin has not had that same experience, but yeah, it's better I, than what we have now for sure. Just real quick, um, <laughs> when I had my back back in my school days, uh, my MacBook Pro 2015, there was a like basically one to two specific angles that you tug on the cord, the charger would not come out. 
And unfortunately, I discovered those by having it caught in my like desk chair, wheeled out, laptop fell, shattered on its side, screen screen gone, um, never never got to see her again. Two weeks before finals, mind you. So I did a whole new laptop essentially build out to me from like my college's like tech center. It was a mess. So other than my specific case of, you know, all-nighter carelessness doing schoolwork, the, the, it was pretty good, like the magnetic charger. I didn't have any other problems with it. Just be still careful, though, folks. Like, just just be careful. Be very, very careful. MagSafe is there as, like, a last-ditch effort, but, yeah, do do be careful with your She's not going to protect your laptop falling to the ground, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... MagSafe is back. That was probably one of the like dumbest things that Apple ever did, to be honest. So I'm glad, like, aside from the touch bar, which we're going to get to, the the MagSafe removal was actually just completely unnecessarily. Like, there was there was no reason for them to do that. They just wanted to look cool because the amount of ports that they had was simplified and symmetrical. That was really it. There was no, there was no actual user benefit to that decision, for sure. The other thing is, like, you also can get fast charging now. So in addition to getting MagSafe back, they're also going to be powerful enough bricks in order to give you fast charging, which is like on top of the battery life, which is already going to be at least double what we've been getting on Intel Max is like, again, mind blowing because they haven't changed the batteries yet. Like once they start implementing better batteries in these too, it's it's going to be quite the animal, I will say. Some other small changes that we got, 1080p webcam. The webcam also leads me to the next interesting thing, which is we now have a Notchbook Pro because the new MacBook Pro screens have a notch in them. It is removable uh, in the software settings for the OS. So if you don't like the notch, then it'll just make it so that there's black around the notch and it'll move the menu bar down. It's really like not that big of a deal to me. And like, honestly, like the notch just means we get more screen real estate overall and it actually fits really nicely with the menu bar up at the top similar to how on iphones it kind of keeps everything justified to the right or left so it's it's really not that big of a deal and i'll take a notch because we're also getting 120 hertz promotion displays so the scrolling and the graphics moving across the screen is going to be smooth like butter honey smooth like butter also, M1 Max chips are going to get up to 64 gigs of RAM. And if anyone knows anything about Pro workflows, RAM is a must. Anyone who gets a MacBook Pro, you need to upgrade your RAM. 16 gigs is barely cutting it nowadays for us. A minimum of 32 is what I do for sure. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't get the new M1 Max was because the new M1 Max from last year, because they only supported up to 16 gigs of RAM, which even, even with the performance gains of the new processor, was not going to be enough because let's be real my chrome tabs do be getting out of control so <laughs> we need to keep it real i am such a staunch i'm so against like more than like four chrome tabs open if i have more than four open they're getting closed by the end of the day like i can't stand that mainly Girl. probably because of like how hard my computer would chug after but still like having that much open like gives me anxiety <laughs> like i'm gonna be Girl. honest have you seen so, how, how many tabs y'all got open yeah, you know who you are out there. I got I got tabs and I got multiple browsers now, so we're we're fully in it. It's it's ridiculous. So that'll be that'll be the true you're, test for these you're new still things. In school, so I think it's yeah. 
forgivable. I'm still in school and I'm also a web developer, so it's only natural for me. And to she help. be a streamer. Like she's yeah. she's all the yeah. content points. I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here doing shit. So in addition to all that stuff, there's more. Apple really said in this event, oh wait, there's more. So in addition to MagSafe, all the battery benefits, two new processors, the webcam, RAM, everything, the touch bar is no more, but we get to keep Touch ID. Thank fucking God. All they did was take the beautiful new keyboards they made for the iMac and just took that thing and slapped it right in the MacBook Pro. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We get a nice fat and juicy escape key. No more touch bar, some nice function keys at the top, and a touch ID button on the right. It is literally everything. Apple went check mark after check mark after check mark after check mark. We also get three Thunderbolt 4 ports, an HDMI card slot, an SD card reader slot, which I personally don't use a lot, but I know people who definitely, and when I say people, I mean every other person that i know who uses a macbook pro will love the sd card slot that was probably the number one thing that people hated the most was having to use a dongle for sd cards especially for videographers and photographers who like just wanted to stick the sd card in like while they were on the site for like filming and photo it it just like it's gonna make things so much easier time to time time uh from time to time even i find myself needing to use the sd card slot Mostly because the Nintendo Switch uses a micro SD for some internal storage, <laughs> external storage, but like, yeah, I appreciate an SD card yeah. slot, you know. So um, we get that, we get the three Thunderbolt 4 ports, we get the HDMI, which is like the HDMI is good because it will allow us to plug in displays. And also, when I go to my classes now, I don't have to suffer from the case of the dongle book where I have to have 16 million doggles with me in order to plug in to do my presentation which is really, really nice. And they also kept, believe it or not, the headphone jack. The headphone jack is still there. I mean, it's still, when it's the still chassis bumping. has to be that thick to hold everything else in, you might as well just throw the headphone. Well, I'm like, you know, like, you got you got the thickness for it. Just, just slap it on a headphone jack. While well, here's you know? the thing, though, is that, so the form factor of these looks thicker because they changed the unibody, but they're actually thinner than the previous ones by, like, 0.1 of a millimeter so they're actually not that much thicker they just look like it because of the way the edges are shaped but in terms of like overall thickness they aren't thicker it's just because of the way that they look i will say though this unibody design is really like apple saying that they fucked up because not only are they bringing back everything that was good about the 2014 era macbook pros they brought back all the ports they also went back this unibody form factor is very very similar to the original unibody macbook pros that they released years ago so they really went like everything 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 like on any macbook pro users wish list was there granted there were some people who were like oh we want the touch bar oh my god we actually like the touch bar why'd you take it off fuck those people they can fuck off the touch bar is gone wow. for good it was a failed experiment. I don't give a flying fuck about it. You just made one of our potentially eight listeners very Yo, upset, Manny. I don't give a flying fuck. That shit can go with the rest of it. I really don't care. I want my chunky ass escape key and those basic ass function buttons at the top. You're really so, fixated on that escape key. Like, yes. Look at, when you pointed yes. out yesterday, I'm looking at mine, I'm like, I mean, she does all right. 
<laughs> she you know, does you're, all right. you're a size queen for that escape key, it sounds like. Well, here's the thing, though, is when they originally released the touch bar, they had the escape key as a non-physical button. And for people who are doing any sort of programming or any sort of um, any, anything, like keyboard right? navigation, it is, especially since the touch bar was not very reliable when it was first released, and the escape key is kind of like the cancel button, you know, or it's like the last ditch, like, there's no X, so I'm going to escape. The fact that they made that a software button and then a really teeny tiny button at the top is like, you know, it, it was just, it was a bad decision. And like, they're just taking all of these things that they fucked up on and they're saying 2016 to 2020 MacBooks, we don't know them, is what Apple's doing, literally. Last thing I want to touch on before I wrap up is in addition to all of the new power that we're getting from these processors and now all the ports, you can imagine that the I.O., coming out of these MacBook Pros is going to be fucking insane. During the presentation, they were touting that you could drive up to three 4K displays and a 4K TV at the same time, which is like, considering considering the fact that like the M1s previously could barely drive one display, and now we're doing four, <laughs> basically four times 4K pixels is like absolutely insane to me. These MacBook Pros that Apple has came out with are, I cannot wait to get my hands on one. I was showing Kevin during the break the spec the spec model that I wanted. I've been planning to do this ever since I bought my 2019 MacBook Pro. I knew this was coming. This is my moment. I'm going to take it in. Apple delivered every single feature that I wanted, including some new ones like the notch, which like I don't really give a fuck about, to be honest. A lot of people are really fixated on the whole notch thing. But, like, if you are any sort of, like, fan of MacBook Pros, if you want to say that, that's low-key a pun, too. Because we know them fans really be fucking rocket jets during some really hard times. I still... Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> 20, I would have, like, girl, two Chrome tabs open. Those fans would be screaming. Girl, but I had a dual-booted. There, there is, like, every single, like, I cannot get over how Apple finally finally gave us the laptop that we've all been waiting for and like part of it's really dumb too because like they were selling these like these features as if they were like brand new things because the only thing new that they introduced was the chips everything else has already happened 1080p webcams exist the unibody design that they chose was already existing from older macbooks the notch already existed on the iphone if you want to count that magsafe was a thing before this macbook sd card readers ports on a laptop can you imagine ports like they were selling this shit like it was you know how apple does with their marketing they're like oh my god like we did so good this is our best thing ever meanwhile it's literally just like a shit list of everything that they fucked up over the past like five years nonetheless they finally did it this laptop is going to be the laptop that i buy for probably the next five to ten years and With that price tag on it, it could be the only thing. Girl, mm. yeah. But I will say, I'm going to be spending a lot of money on this laptop, and I will be doing it happily because I use my laptop every single fucking day. She did every hour of the I've fucking seen day. It. That I'm She's it. so telling the truth, folks. And also, now I'm going to have more than adequate power to stream on it, so I won't have to buy a separate streaming PC like I was originally planning to do. So. 
this this laptop is just going to do everything that I need to do. It's going to be my workstation. It's going to be my streaming PC. It's going to be my creative workflow. It's going to be my freelancing machine. It's literally, it's going to be everything. my hopes and fucking dreams is in this laptop that's coming soon. So I will say, though, I'm going to be waiting until some more reviews and benchmarks comes out with the new MacBook Pros. The only real concern that I have is because these are technically new chips, I want to see what people are um, the getting for the next two months in terms of reliability, for sure. Especially since I had some problems upgrading to Big Sur in the past earlier this year. And also, it's just the middle of the semester for me. And trying to transfer to a new computer and having anything go wrong would, like, be absolutely devastating right now. So I'm barely hanging on this semester. So I will minimize any amount of change, even though I almost clicked that fucking checkout button on monday i was i was able to hold back barely but this is going to be my christmas slash early graduation present for sure like this this is the one this I'll is say one. for everybody else including manny because i said this during our break like black friday is coming and with chip shortages i mean the, i don't know what the m1 chip really the components for that but like tech in general the past yeah year and especially a half graphics been, cards has been ridiculous yeah so if you y'all have to be kind of do or die by black friday or accept that you won't be getting this for like a couple months thereafter because it's really like hit or miss with tech recently like consoles laptops you know so just just throwing that out there for the listeners yeah but with that that wraps up all of our segments for today not sponsored by apple if you can believe it (laughs) not sponsored by apple although i I would gag i wouldn't complain i wouldn't complain if I got something. I wouldn't complain either. Let's be real. We get a sticker. Apple. I mean, shit. Transfer. Apple already sponsors everything I do because I stay walking around with all their shit. So, not Apple Music anymore, though. Not Apple Music. Oh, not the fracking. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. One one day, one day, y'all listeners will will get to see us do a, a visual for GGT someday. So, we're we're, still, we're like, we've been do, like a live. Yeah, we've been brainstorming some ideas for visuals, so definitely stay tuned. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. If you like this episode, there's more coming, as always. And we'll see y'all in the next one. Yeah. Also, email us if you'd like to. Bye. Also, what? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Back to the Email us. Email us. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) we never plug it, but, like, (laughs) oh, Kevin's like, email us, and then doesn't even know our damn email. Well, we could have a... Oh, my God. Bitch. Oh, my God. Stop. Uh... Bitch, I don't even know our email either, so you're the one who brought it up with your dumb ass. We'll have it in the... the, I thought we were going to put it in the description. Oh, my God. Girl. We can't put it in the description. Girl. We're waiting. (laughs) Geographictired, all one word, at gmail.com. Says email. If Manny's a gracious editor... He'll edit in the email. <laughs> Gay graphic gmail.com. And now with that, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.